0: Just as we, we did for Mother's Day, we will do so today for Father's Day, which we have replaced, you'll notice in your order of service, our call to repentance with a time for encouragement uh, to fathers. I heard a few times in the last couple of weeks that people were expecting me to kick fathers in the teeth this morning. That's not my intent. Uh, so I want to offer an exhortation and an encouragement to all the men here, but the fathers especially because it really is an odd time uh, to be a man. It's becoming increasingly clear to anyone who's paying attention that our society not only hates good men, but it is also in desperate need of such men. And so the problem worsens because many men, especially many young men, are floundering because they're not even sure what it means to be a good man. When they do something, good society tells them, stop that, don't do that, that's toxic as it were. So if you find yourself wondering this morning, as I talk to the men, what about the women? You can listen to the recording from from Mother's Day. I had plenty to say to them as well. Much like with motherhood, fatherhood is God's idea. But unlike its counterpart, motherhood, fatherhood is tied to the identity of God throughout Scripture. The first person of the Trinity is God the Father. The universe and everything in it and everyone in it has one Father, that is God the Father. As we noted on Mother's Day, motherhood is unique in its idea that God promised that through the mothering, the birth of children, the Savior of the world would come. But again, this morning we're going to focus on fathers. That God would then call us fathers, well some of us. We should not miss how important that is. Our Father in heaven, we pray, if you have children as a man, you bear that same title, the title of father. Fatherhood, masculinity, is essential to the family, to society, and to the world because it reflects God's good design, what he wants for this world. In a sick society, which we most certainly are, is one where masculinity is either out of whack or wholly missing. So I'll put it as plainly as I can. Masculinity is not the problem. Perverting it certainly is. And to be clear, there are ways for men to be sinfully masculine, just as there are ways for women to be sinfully feminine. But one of the primary ways for men to be sinfully masculine comes through withdrawal, disappearing, giving up, shunning leadership, being a coward, Or, I stress, the word here, or, or for men to become neutered, feminized versions of masculinity. Of course, there's the other problem, that the overcorrection, what I could call a WWE masculinity, and we're trying to overcompensate. We're not talking about that. But the biggest threat today to us is the castration of our men, and especially our young men. Without a real masculinity in our homes, in our churches, in our society, we will only have death and decay. Feminized men lead to feminized world, leads to a feminized death and rot. Because God is our father and fatherhood is baked into the universe, it is essential that we have good fathers and good masculinity. God created them, male and female, because we need both men and women, and we need men to be men and women to be women. So fatherhood, healthy masculinity, it brings with it blessings, life, it builds families, it builds societies, it builds churches. It takes risks, it leads, it comforts, it counsels, it protects, it disciplines, and it instructs. And without that, everything else will fall apart. We need men of character. Just about every sociological study screams to us today about one underlying problem in our world, in, our, in America, and that is the idea of father hunger, or the absence of fathers. Every study says it, and yet we continue to fight against it and go the other way. Consider some of these stats. 85% of all youths in prison come from fatherless homes. of all high school dropouts, fatherless homes. 90% of all homeless and runaway children, fatherless home. 60% of all suicides. 85% of children with behavioral problems, no father in the picture. Children from fatherless homes are four times more likely to be impoverished, seven times more likely for teen pregnancy, and nearly three times more likely to deal drugs or illegally carry a firearm for the wrong purposes. Men, you are needed. Men, being men is good. Our society is falling apart because men don't know how to be men anymore and the society encourages them to not be men. Despite these and many more alarming facts, fatherlessness persists and is often ignored as a root cause in our world for our problems. And here's an interesting thing. Even for fathers who are in the home, only 43% of fathers see the idea of being a father as important to their identity. How many lies have we swallowed? So to the fathers here this morning, I hope to encourage you that your children need you. They need you actively involved. They need your wisdom. They need your instruction. They need your involvement. They need your discipline. They need your love. They need your affection. And in all of this, you reflect our Father in heaven. And in this, you too bring life. Those in this world who hate your masculinity, they hate it because ultimately they hate God the Father. You're not the real target. He is. But your family, your church, Christ's Bible Church, your community, your workplace, and your nation, they all need you. And you must be aware, then, of the sins that will tempt you to not fulfill this role. The temptation of laziness and withdrawing, of shunning your role as a man, of never taking good risks. The temptation of being selfish with the role that God has given you, of using your masculinity to seek yourself, your own advancement, to get your own way or to chase women as only an object of your pleasure. Masculinity can either build us up or it can tear us down. The man of God rejects these lies and he uses his emotional, intellectual, and physical strength to seek the good of others and the glory of God. And so again, this moment, you are not here, born at this time in this moment by accident. At this moment, the world needs more godly men. And we hope to be a place where that is encouraged, where you are equipped to do that, and that you will go forward and take risks for the good of your church, your nation, your family, and the glory of God through Christ. Men who will spend their lives crushing the heads of serpents and killing the dragons just like their Savior, Jesus Christ, has done. And in that, they take dominion for the glory of God. This is God's good design for men and for fathers. We need you. Your wife, she needs you. Your children, they need you. Your church needs you. Your neighbors need you. Your coworkers need you. Your grandchildren need you. Your country needs you to be that kind of a guy. And what, no matter what else you hear out in that crazy, gone mad world, we need such men. And in this, you perfectly or imperfectly display the goodness and love of God the Father, displayed chiefly in His Son Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you that you have given us fathers, that you have given us men, and we know the temptations and the dangers that face us every day. So Lord, I ask for the men in this room, that you would give them a fire in their gut to live for Christ, and that that would be evident throughout the entirety of their life, how they serve their family, how they lead their family, how they engage in their work, how they engage in their neighborhood, how they engage at church, that they would be just a small reflection of the goodness of our true Father in heaven. Lord, we cannot do this except by your grace. So we ask that by your grace and through your Spirit, that Christ Bible Church would be a place where men reflect the glory of God, and women do as well by their side. It's in your name we pray. Amen.